We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Uh, Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Tonight, I'm super excited to have uh, ULM wide receiver Boogie Knight on the show. Thanks for joining me. Oh, yeah. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Would you you mind telling the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Born and raised in Ohio. I went to the University of Akron, and I played for Coach Bowden there, and then he – things went – they went two separate ways, and then he got the job here, and then I love playing for Coach Bowden. I look up to Coach Bowden. He's a great role model and a great coach, and I I knew his second – he asked me to come play for him here. I, I did it, so so that's pretty much my little rundown. That's awesome. It, it's it's always great to have a coach that you trust and that you love playing for. Oh, yeah. Uh, it means the world to have someone like that, and he cares about his players, and he cares about this program more than anything. It's just great to have someone like that. That's awesome. Now, now I have to ask. I have to lead off with you, you have probably <laughs> the coolest name in college football. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that where, where where does the name boogie come from yeah so that's funny because no matter who i'm talking to it's always the question always comes um right <laughs> so i yeah so the, the name boogie came from when i was younger like playing like i'm the youngest of a bunch of like siblings and a bunch of like cousins and we'd always go to my grandma's side yard and play football and i was young and everybody was older and I always looked up to, like, Reggie Bush, so, like, cutting across the field, like, super shifty. Like, I tried to emulate his play style. So my dad gave me that nickname when I was probably about five, six years old, and it kind of stuck. And then when I was uh, nine years old, my dad passed. And when he passed, like, I kind of just started owning up that name, and then that pretty much became, like, what I always went by ever since then. That's awesome that it, that it's because of your dad. I, I, I respect that. That's really cool. Thank you. So... You already kind of said that you're you're from Ohio. You started your career at Akron. How how was that process? Yeah, it was a cool process. At a high school, Coach Bowden's one of the few FBS schools that gave me an opportunity, and um, I just went to the University of Akron. It was nice, only like forty five minutes from my hometown, and loved playing for Coach Bowden at Akron. And then, like I said, when coaching staff changed, I played with the other staff for a year, and then the COVID year as well. But then. Because Coach Bowden didn't immediately come to ULM. He went to Clemson and uh, worked under Dabo for a little bit, learned everything he could, and then he got this job. So it was a cool experience. I mean, I had a great time at Akron. I loved my teammates there. I loved playing there, and it was nice to play for my hometown. But coming here, like, I don't regret it at all. I love being here. and Everything's been going great so far. What, what's it like at ULM? Yeah, it's de- de- definitely a big culture change mm-hmm. going from ohio i was born and raised in ohio and then come to louisiana it is the heat's different the, the food's different everything the people different their accents are different it's, it's a whole new world over here 
I, I can only imagine. I, I'm from Michigan myself, so okay. I, I can only I can only imagine being thrown into that type of situation too, and just how different that would be. Yeah, it is completely different. You get used to it pretty quick, and the people down here are the, they're very like friendly and welcoming, and they took me right in, and my teammates, all the, the fans of the city, and so it's been it's been a smooth transition. Like I said, I love it here now. That's awesome. Uh, <clears throat> you guys had some success early last season how do you think you guys can capitalize off that going into this year yeah i think last season we had a lot of success and early in the season and i think the biggest thing from last year or the first half of the season last year the second half of the season is just being able to finish and like when things get tough being able to handle adversity and i think that's something this team's got a lot better when better with even in the past year like it just comes with the maturity and having a lot of players back and having a full year with Coach Bowden in this program and then guys that played a lot last year, just having that that confidence comes from, like, the amount of, you played last year and the reps you got last year. Like, coming into a year after having a whole season under your belt, and for my case, having four seasons under my belt, like, your confidence just grows and grows. And with confidence, like, your, your talent, everything just grows. The game gets slower. So I think as far as this year, like, being able to finish and just let, let the hard work just pay off. I love hearing you say how the game slows down because I, I, I can attest to that too, being a former athlete and just mm-hmm. the, the more reps you get in game and just, it just really, it slows it down. I mean, that's the truth. Yeah. Each year, I mean, like I said, each year you just feel like you worked hard off season, you elevated your game, but not only that, the experience you got from the previous year, it just makes it that much easier. You, you've already seen so many situations and you felt the speed of the game and you've elevated your game. So it just, especially in football, like each year I've ever played in football, like it just gets that much easier and the game just feels like, like you've been there before. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're a quick guy. I mean, just watching you play, I mean, you're, you're shifty. You, I mean, when you, when you said Reggie Bush, I mean, I, you can you can see that in the way that you play, and uh, <clears throat> to be able to play like that, like what what does that take? Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things in football. All of football is changing direction and quickness, and I think I've been God given gifts of quickness, and I've been blessed with that. But I think the amount of hard work and the amount of film study I've done on guys like Reggie Bush and Julian Edelman and Hunter Renfro and West Walker, all those type of like quick receivers that are just in the slot, just being shifty, reading the defense. I've studied every inch of their game, and I think that helps the quickness on top of like the film study and just knowing the defense. It's just all like plays a factor, but that quickness definitely is a separator when it comes to like getting in and out of your breaks and separating from a defender. Absolutely, it's a game changer for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I make my money. Around the middle of the field, just using that quickness, get open. I I gotta ask, being, you being a more of a slot receiver type, how 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 do you have to be wired to run through run across the middle and just knowing that you're probably gonna get hit, but you have to keep that out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like you said, like you do got to be wired a little differently. I mean, it's something not everybody can do, and something you kind of just playing the slot receiver position you kind of got to be a little fearless and just know that you got to accept your fate as like you know you're going to take these big hits and you know that's part of the game that's what you signed up for so you got to be ready for it. i think the biggest thing that makes great slot receivers is being able to know they can take that hit and still catch the ball or still focus on the ball or hold on to the ball after a big hit you see edelman guys like that in the super bowl i mean he caught a ball across the middle 
pretty much changed the turn of the game, but he got hit by Cam Chancellor mm-hmm. on a dig route in the middle of the field and almost knocked him out, but he held on the ball. And that's just what it takes to be like a, a legit slot receiver. Absolutely. And <clears throat> we talked a little bit before uh, before we came on, but when do you when are you guys starting camp and what do you what do you expect going into it? Yeah, so Wednesday we, we start camp, like meetings and dinner and team all kind of gets back, gets adjusted, gets ready for Thursday, which is our first day of practice. We start, we got like 6 a.m., like wake up call, everybody taping, all that, normal camp day. Uh, I think we're ready to go. I mean, this team, like I said, there's a lot of excitement around this team. This is one of my fifth year of college football, and as far as an off season, this is the best off season I've had personally and then my team. I've been around an off season where I've seen a lot of guys working super hard and it's every program I've been to it's not been like this like I can just feel the difference this year and this offseason you got guys working more than I've ever seen at my previous schools or even last year on this team so a lot of excitement like I said we got a lot of talent coming back and I'm really excited going into camp and excited what we got planned for the season that's awesome what what is it what's a day in camp like yeah so like I said like I, I get up around 4 35 o'clock on camp days and i do like my hand eye like i do some ball drills i i get adjusted before i get there but then when like 6 a.m wake up call for about everybody else and then you got taping meetings breakfast then you got like special teams meetings and you go out there you got to walk there before practice and you got practice after practice you got like usually you got to get in the cold tub mandatory and then you got like a little break but if you're on the treatment list, then you got to do treatment in that little break and you come back. The team will lift, like offense will lift while defense meets, and then defense lifts and when offense is meeting, and then you got more meetings and you got a second walkthrough. Then you usually have another set of meetings, and then you got dinner, and by that time it's probably close to 9 o'clock. It's, it's a job. I mean, it's the best job yeah. in the world, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. If you love what you do, you're never working. Absolutely. I agree 100% with that. <clears throat> so you're also a big home run threat as a receiver with your speed and everything. Where where does that come from? Yeah, I think that comes from the amount of work and focus I put on into the offseason. I mean, I'm up from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the facility, and I put everything into this game, and I think that's what gives me the edge when it comes to making plays on Saturdays and scoring in big situations or making big time plays i think like i said it really comes from the hard work and that builds the confidence and that builds the speed i need and the quickness i need and like the toughness i need and just that composure in the big situations i gotta ask how did you get the number 17 yeah so the number 17 i chose because my favorite bible verse is jeremiah 17 7 so I just I really thought like, that would be cool to represent that. I mean, my, everybody might not know, but, like, to me, I knowing that I have that on my chest and on my back and know what it means to me and, like, know that I'm representing that. I, I love that. That That's awesome. As a as a believer myself, and that, that that's really cool. Right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're, you're also obviously a great return man as well. I mean, that has to take a different type of mindset too, knowing that you're, you're, you're catching a ball and that 11 guys are trying to, trying to just smear you. So how, what is, what's that like? Yeah. So being a return man, again, it kind of comes back to almost like being like a slot. Like you got to have that dog, like that fearless mentality. Cause you, you gotta, gotta know that 
you're going to take some big hits, and not every play is going to be a big-time play. You might catch a ball, make one guy miss, but you might get hit by four or five dudes, and you almost got to look at it. Like, when I'm punt return especially, like, it's just like backyard football. You're really just back there trying to make people miss, just trying to get what you can and get as many yards as you can. Me and Coach Brown, Coach Brown preaches it. Just get a first down. If you can get 10 yards on a punt return, you're a very big asset in the return game to your team. So that's the biggest thing is just, Really just using my quickness to my advantage, my vision, because I did play running back growing up my whole life. So just using that vision and that quickness, trying to hopefully get a first down, and then sometimes the big ones break, get a touchdown, get a big 20-plus yard gain. Absolutely. And, and like you just said, you, you were a star running back in high school. So how, how, did, how was that, and then how did you become a wide receiver? Yeah, my whole life, like I said, I looked up to Reggie Bush, Barry Sanders, and LaDainian Tomlinson. So, like, I always wanted to play running back, and I that's what I always wanted to be. Did that my whole life. Did it throughout high school. I love every second of it. If I could go back, I wouldn't change a thing. But just knowing my size, and, like, when it comes to the NFL, like, that's always been my goal, my dream. And I just thought that with my abilities and my size and my strengths, I thought the slot receiver would be my best bet at having a long healthy career in the NFL, hopefully. And transition wasn't bad. I mean, definitely it's a different view of the game. And I had to change the way I trained, and I had to add some different things into my training and work on routes and start studying. Instead of studying guys like, like I said, Barry Sanders and LT and Reggie Bush, I had to start studying guys like Edelman and Antonio Brown and guys like that. Mm-hmm. Well, we just became good friends because you said Barry Sanders. He's my all-time favorite player. I'm a diehard Detroit Lions fan. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's my favorite player all time still. I got his jersey in my room. That's awesome. I do too. I, I you kind of already said some of your favorite players growing up. Well, who are some of the guys you you look to currently? Yeah, currently, like I said, my my view of football kind of, like, it's funny because when you change positions, like, I used to just want to run the ball as I'm now a receiver, so, like, I love, like, teams that just pass it, pass it a ton, so Mm -hmm. I really look up to, obviously, guys like Cooper Cup were just a small FCS guy, just killed it in the FCS, still had doubters, came to the NFL a few years into the NFL, and he has one of the greatest receiving seasons of all time, so definitely Mm -hmm. him, and I think my favorite in the league right now probably currently is Stephon Diggs. Like, I just love the way he operates, and I try to emulate and study him as much as I can. Then the guys like Renfro and obviously, like, Julian Edelman, and then they're kind of starting to retire, Danny Amendola. And I love watching Antonio Brown. Those are probably some of my favorite. I can see the similarities in your game to those guys. You can tell that you you study the film, that's for sure. Thank you guys, you play in the Sun Belt, which I am a big fan of the Sun Belt. I think it's a great brand of football, and just the, there's great rivalries, and just everything about the Sun Belt is fun. So, what what are your thoughts on the the new look that the Sun Belt's taken? Yeah, I think the new look that Sun Belt's taken, I think is awesome. I mean, I'm I'm a competitor. I love to compete, and just having what four new teams added to our conference, just making it that much more competitive, and adding that much more talent. And it's only going to help elevate each of us because if you either got to elevate or you're going to get left behind. And I just look at it as an opportunity to just keep playing great teams and great players. And hopefully as a whole conference, we just continue to get better and more competitive. And it just looks good as a conference. The more talent you have and the more guys you can send to the NFL, it just, it's a good look for the conference. I love playing in it. Absolutely. And I got to ask, I'm a stadium traveler. We were kind of talking about that before we went on the air. And mm-hmm. I – I travel all over the country to different stadiums and everything. What are some of the favorite places you've played at 
while you're at ULM, while you're at Akron, and what are what some what are some of the stadiums and different places you've played at this day that uh, stand out? Yeah, I think for sure it would be uh, LSU last year and Death Valley in a night game like that. You can't really can't really beat that. It was just a sellout crowd, like super super awesome atmosphere. And then we also went to Kentucky, and that was dope. And I had a lot of family there because I'm from like Ohio, so mm-hmm. not too far of a drive. Um, we played Northwestern at Akron in 2018, and we beat them. That was a great crowd. It was a night game, and uh, we also played Nebraska. That as far as crowd noise and like crowd at Nebraska was sold out three hours in advance. That and that was also a night game, so to probably the top four. Those those are some good ones, that's for sure. <laughs> what, yeah. what about in the uh, Sun Belt? What are what are some of your favorite places to play at in the Sun Belt? In the Sun Belt, you know what? I probably, I mean, didn't go our way, but App State's atmosphere in their crowd, like they have some real true diehard fans. It was freezing, it was snowing, bad weather, and their fans were. It was a sellout crowd. I mean, I think it was what probably thirty five thousand people uh, seating capacity, and it was sold out probably an hour in advance. Super cool scene. Like you got to walk down the hill. Um, I also like. Uh, I'd probably say Coastal. Coastal had a good atmosphere too, and they had a good vibe and just like down south, and that's like my style. Absolutely. <clears throat> what uh, you've kind of talked about this already with your relationship with Coach Bowden, but what what do you like? Why do you like playing for him so much? Yeah, I think the biggest thing with Coach Bowden is. He really cares about his players. He's definitely a, a player's coach, and he would do anything for us and anything for this program, and I think he showed that and his loyalty to the players, and I think that makes us want to play for him and run through a wall for him, and I think that's really important when having a successful program is your players, they got to want to play for their coach, and they got to love their coach, and they got to do it for more than just themselves, and I think when you build that culture, that's really how teams really elevate and take it to that next step. Absolutely. What – What's your relationship like with with your coaches, your wide receiver coach, your offensive coordinator? You've talked about Coach Bowden as well, but what's your relationship like with everybody? Yeah, I think I have a great relationship with this coaching staff. I think because of my experience and I try to be a leader on this team, I think we connect and we really get along. I think they respect – we have that mutual respect because they love my work ethic and then, like, I just love how they operate. They're all players' coaches. They're all similar to Coach Bowden. I think that's why this staff – is so elite and why this team can like really take it to another level. I mean, Coach Carr, and Coach Kubrick, Coach Siegler, all some new coaches on the offensive side, but they've all been here previously. And Coach Kubrick was here in 2018, 2019, and uh, ULM had one of the best offenses in the Sun Belt and a top offense in the country. And they're just great. Like, Coach Kubrick's a mastermind. I mean, he really knows how to pick a defense apart. And he, like I said, like they all get along with each other, with the players. It's just it's that fine line. Like we know who the player is, the coach is, but like we all feel like we're friends out there, and I think that's huge. That's huge. That that type of relationship's huge between a player and coach. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your relationship like with your quarterbacks? Yeah, I, I have a great relationship with both Chandler and Jaya. I mean, they're both great quarterbacks. There's no doubt in my mind that they could both win this conference for us. Uh, Jai is my roommate, so I mean he's probably one of my best friends on the team, and we're together all the time. And his work ethic, I respect it, and he's always there with me. And they're both, like I said, both probably some of the best athletes on the team. They're very explosive. They can both kill you with the pass and the run. And like I said, either one of them, they're both great quarterbacks. I respect both of them 
I'm excited to play for both of them. You've talked about your work ethic uh, a, a good amount, and, and I mean, you can see it watching you play. Where, where does that come from? Yeah, I take a lot of pride in my work ethic just because, like, there's some like people like Kobe and Jerry Rice and Tom Brady. I've looked up to those guys and just seeing what they've accomplished and and then you see it doesn't just happen. Like you, you look deeper into it, you dig deeper into it, and all three of those guys, what they did behind the behind like the cameras and just what they did at alone and it just their work ethic was insane. And I just try, I just read it. And I'm like, they literally are great because of what they did. I mean, they could have just been good or they could have been pretty great but it's like they took it to another level because of what they did and then like I said with my dad passing that kind of just always that motivation and chip on my shoulder that I keep to keep me motivated and so it's like a mixture of both absolutely and what, what looking into the future what do you think your future holds as a as a football player yeah I think since I've been five years old my goal has been the NFL, and that's been on my mind ever since. And I made a promise to my dad before he passed that that's what I was going to do. And each and every day I wake up and chase that same goal. And I think, again, that brings into the work ethic, and that is what motivates me and pushes me so hard. And I just, I'm just looking forward to this season and accomplishing great things as a team. And then my future, I, I've i always seen myself as an NFL football player. That's what I've been chasing since I was young, and I really don't have any plan of stopping what what are your goals personally and then for the team for this coming year? Personally, I'd say uh, I just want to – my goal has always been a, as a college receiver, I have a 1,000-yard receiving uh, season and then like eight touchdowns, 70 receptions. That's kind of like my goals personally. But more importantly to me is like the team goal is just really helping lead this team and helping shift the culture because Coach Bowden trusted me to come here and do that. And so I really – I want to be that leader for him and – really get this team I think our biggest goal is to win the conference and then go to a bowl game that would be huge for this program and I think it's very possible for us we've been like I said working super hard and I think we've got a very good chance of that well I'll be cheering for you the whole time that's for sure I mean I, I I love I love watching you play and you can just tell by talking to you how how important it is how hard you work uh you can tell just how much the game means to you yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I guess the one last thing I'm going to ask, a little lighter question. With with the name Boogie, you have to be able to dance, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, that is, well, that, that that's going to be the end of uh, the end of the show, and I really, really appreciate you coming on with me tonight. Oh yeah, of course, I appreciate you for having me. And like I said, I wish you nothing but the best, uh, you and the team, and I'm looking forward to watching you guys throughout the season. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, to all my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, have a good night. God bless.